Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. When Jesus was born... We immediately notice that King Herod is threatened because the Magi from the East, the wise men from the East, come along and they say, we want to find this king born. And King Herod, who thought he was a king, well, of course he was by descent in this case, was immediately threatened by their claim to be searching for the king and because it wasn't him. And uh, so they find Jesus and he was a king born in Bethlehem. But he wasn't the king of this kingdom, of this world. He wasn't of, but of the kingdom of God. And that's why he comes preaching the kingdom domain. The question is, is he Lord? You see, every king is the possessor, is the owner of everything. That's why a king is a lord. They call him lord. Kings are lords because they own everything. They own the ground, the, the land. They own all the, the, the forests, all the resources. They own everything. Different to a democracy or a republic, where it's the will of the people. But in a monarchy or in a kingdom, the king rules supreme. He rules over all. He owns everything. Now the question is, is he Lord of all? A scripture that I thought about yesterday while after talking to a friend of mine was Romans 10, 10 verse 9 and 10. And in the Amplified, it says this, because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, his authority, and majesty, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification, that is, being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God, and with the mouth he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly. So the American Standard Version says, but because if you will confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now we know that Romans 9 and 10 is what we tell people to confess. Do you confess him as Lord of your life? Now, notice he doesn't say, because if you shall confess with your mouth Jesus as Savior, you believe in your heart that he's Savior, you accept him as Savior. But I would venture to say that many in the church even have accepted him as Savior, Jesus as Savior, purely on the basis of understanding what he did at the cross. But they have no concept of the fact that he is actually Lord that he is the possessor owner of everything. The wonderful thing about him being Lord is when he possesses and owns everything, 
which means I don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> That's why Peter says, you know, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. If he's really Lord, have I submitted to his lordship? You see, if I confess him as Lord, which means I'm declaring he is the owner, the possessor, that he has a right to possession over everything, and I surrender it all to him. I come into the place where I don't own anything. I don't hold on to anything. You know, I give it all to him. So all the possessions I have are his. Everything around me is his. But isn't that wonderful? Because then I come into the place where him as king and lord over my domain, if you may, over my life, he he has it all. I don't have to worry about anything. The problem is, is that many times we want to hold on to our little things. We want to hold on to our own opinions, our own ideas. We want to hold on to you know, my right to be right. We want to hold on to these things. We want to hold on to, to our lives and not give it to him. He owns it all. He paid the price. No man paid the price. And that, that is a challenge in itself. As a leader, you need to ask yourself, you know, you need to remind yourself that you didn't purchase anybody with your blood. So you don't own anybody. He owns everything. That doesn't give you the right to step in in his place and take his place in people's lives. You can't do it. But we are now subject to him. Another scripture that I really spoke to me was that in, in 1 Corinthians 15.27 in the Amplified, it says this. Or let's look at the American Standard Version first. He says, for he put all things in subjection under his feet. But when he saith all things are in put in subjection, it is evident that his exception he is accepted who did subject all things unto him. Now we need to understand is that everything was made subject to Jesus. He was highly exalted and placed at the right hand, seated at the right hand of the Father, to rule and reign as the King of kings and the Lord of all lords. That's why every nation, every kingdom will bow before him. That's why every knee and every tongue will confess that what he is Lord, not just Savior. You see, his saving work was a means to an end. His saving work was so that we can, in fact, come into the place where we call him Lord, where we can be translated into his kingdom and be called him Lord, the amplified version of 1 Corinthians 15, 27 says, For here the Father has put all things, not just some things, but all things in subjection under his Christ's feet. But when he says all things have been put in subjection under Christ, it is clear that he, the Father who put all things in subjection to him, Christ, is accepted since the Father is not subject, not in subjection to his own Son. In other words, God the Father is not in, included in that subjection. But everything is made. All things have been brought into subjection by the Father under Christ's feet. He rules as King of Kings. And this is a kingdom mindset that we've got to begin to adopt and understand. That we don't declare, we don't confess Him as Savior. 
We believe he is Savior, but we confess him as Lord. You know, it's like it's like a king coming into his city, into a city in his territory, in his domain, in his kingdom. And, you know, he says, are you going to call me Lord? Am I your Lord as your king? And that is like, okay, we bow our knee and confess that you are Lord. You, O king, are Lord of everything in this city. We subject every belonging, every, every bit of property, everything belongs to you. Isn't that exciting? But we need to evaluate and assess our own selves and say, ask ourselves, are we confessing him as Lord? Is it just mouth service, lip service that we're giving to him? Or is he truly Lord of our lives? Is he truly Lord of everything in my life? Am I really giving him total possession, total ownership? of everything, because he owns it all. But have I given it to him? Have I brought everything in subjection to him? That's a sobering thought. That's a thought I want to leave with you today. Thank you for being with me, and thank you for being with the KLE podcast as well. Till next time, this is Sean saying, God bless you. 